Welcome back to This Week in Video Games and this is the News Roundup, giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just 10 minutes. If you find this useful, then don't forget to like, share and subscribe on YouTube and your favourite podcast app. Links down below in the description or the show notes. But it's the 19th of August 2020 and this is a new special where I'm going to be having a look at the Epic vs Apple saga and this story has been unfolding over the last five days or so really really interesting stuff I'll take you back to last week where it all began so Epic and Tim Sweeney have been rather vocal about Apple over the last few months or so but it all seemed to kick off on the 7th of August 2020 when Apple blocks Project xCloud on iOS this one comes from Wesley Yin Paul out of Eurogamer so Apple has blocked Project xCloud on iOS, Microsoft has abandoned the testing for the streaming services on Apple devices and issued a strongly worded statement criticising Apple's decision. In a statement to Business Insider, Apple said it blocked Project xCloud because it can't review each game on Game Pass, which Project xCloud joins in September. So the App Store was created to be a safe and trusted place for customers to discover and download apps, and a great business opportunity for all developers, Apple said. Before they go onto our store, all apps are reviewed against the same set of guidelines that are intended to protect customers and provide a fair and level playing field to developers. Our customers enjoy great apps and games from millions of developers and gaming services can absolutely launch on the App Store as long as they follow the same set of guidelines applicable to all developers, including submitting games individually for review and appearing in charts and search. In addition to the App Store, developers can choose to reach all iPhone and iPad users over the web through Safari and other browsers on the App Store. Microsoft clearly is upset at the decision. In a statement issued to The Verge, the company bemoaned Apple's policy. Our testing period for Project xCloud preview for iOS has expired, Microsoft said, and unfortunately we do not have a path to bring our vision of cloud gaming with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate to gamers on iOS via the Apple App Store. Apple stands alone as the only general purpose platform to deny consumers from cloud gaming and game subscription services like Xbox Game Pass, and it consistently treats gaming apps differently, applying more lenient rules to non-gaming apps even when they include interactive content. All games available in the Xbox Game Pass catalogue are rated for content by independent industry ratings bodies such as the ESRB and regional equivalents, and we are committed to finding a path to bring cloud gaming with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate to the iOS platform. We believe that the customer should be at the heart of the gaming experience and gamers tell us where they want to play, connect and share anywhere, no matter where they are. And we agree. And this is where the story gets interesting as Eurogamer go on to say, Microsoft has an ally in this, Epic Boss Tim Sweeney, who took to Twitter to declare, Apple has outlawed the metaverse. The principle they state, taken literally, would rule out all cross-platform ecosystems and games with user-created modes, not just xCloud, Stadia and GeForce Now, but also Fortnite, Minecraft and Roblox, Sweeney said. And that is a little bit of a precursor of what's to come. It's perhaps no surprise to see Sweeney come out swinging against Apple, as he's been a vocal critic of the company and what calls and what he calls their 30% taxes. Apple, like other digital platforms, take a 30% cut of sales on the App Store, and the tech companies who are setting up their own subscription and streaming services do not like that at all. The upshot is Project xCloud looks unlikely to launch on iOS anytime soon, which is bad news for Apple device owners who are hoping to use the system. Android devices, however, will run Project xCloud. So that was the first story there, and that seemed to ruffle some feathers within Epic. And then this happened on the 13th of August 2020. 
This one comes from Tom Phillips, again out of Eurogamer. So Epic Games has added a new direct payment option to Fortnite on iPhone and Android devices, aimed at cutting out the portion of proceeds Apple and Google take by their own official stores. Epic has long rallied against Apple and Google's 30% cut and previously launched Fortnite and Android via its own launcher to get around the issue. The launch of a new cheaper direct payment option in-game seems to be Epic's latest salvo in this ongoing battle. On both mobile platforms, 9.99 of in-game currency, which is 1,000 V-Bucks, will now cost 7.99 if you pick the option to pay Epic directly. Apple and Google collect an exorbitant 30% fee on all platforms, Epic said in a spicy FAQ published today. If Apple and Google lowered their fees on payments, Epic will pass along the savings to the players. Thousands of apps on the App Store provided by Apple accept direct payments, including commonly used apps like Amazon, Grubhub, Nike, Best Buy, DoorDash, Fandango, McDonald's, Uber, Lyft and StubHub. And we think all developers should be free to support direct payments in all apps. In operating Fortnite on an open platform and operating the Epic Game Store, Epic has processed over 1.6 billion of direct payments successfully and uses industry-trusted encryption and security measures to protect customer transactions. All of this is good news for Fortnite players on PC and consoles too, and as part of the move Epic has termed the Fortnite Mega Drop and it has reduced the prices of both V-Bucks and real money offerings on PC, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch and Xbox. This is a permanent reduction and knocks down all prices by 20% and it means on those platforms a thousand V-Bucks cost $6.49 instead of $7.99. So if you purchased anything in the last 30 days Epic will refund you the difference on what you paid and what it costs now. This applies to anything bought in Fortnite from the 14th of July onward and will be automatically added to your account by next Monday. So again on the 13th of August, this one is from Daniel Tack from Game Informer and the headline reads, Fortnite pulled from iOS App Store as Epic Games and Apple feud. Apple has pulled Fortnite from the App Store after a report surfaced this morning of an option Epic was including in the game to bypass the App Store pricing, allowing users to make purchases from Epic directly. Apple responded by pulling Fortnite from the App Store completely. Epic Games responded by airing a 1984 style video inside Fortnite and this is an absolutely insane moment. It's a big shot at Apple that harkens back to the ancient tech history where Apple introduced the Macintosh. Yes, this is a battle between two rich companies and it's full of twists and turns, even mobilising the Fortnite user base with a hashtag, FreeFortnite, in the battle against Apple. Any other year, I probably think this is pretty weird, but in 2020 there are no rules. Because the Fortnite in-game video is ready to go shortly after the app was pulled, in this writer's opinion the initial move to bypass the App Store was a deliberate gesture to move the event to where they are now with Epic's filing legal papers against Apple. So you can go and read about the legal filing here and I'll link the legal filing down in the description or the show notes. Well the news didn't stop there and again on the 13th of August 2020 so Epic sues Google after Fortnite is kicked off the Play Store and this one comes from Andy Chalk out of PC Gamer. So earlier today, Apple removed Fortnite from the iOS App Store after Epic Games directly challenged its payment processing policies by offering V-Bucks for sale via a direct purchase from Epic at a discount, and it made the same offer to the Android version of the game as reported by The Verge, and it's achieved the same result. Fortnite has been kicked off the Google Play Store. Google isn't as restrictive as Apple when it comes to its devices and marketplace, but it does have very clear policies regarding in-app purchases. Developers offering products within a game, downloaded on Google Play, or providing access to game content must use Google Play's in-app billing as the method of payment. Google, like Apple, collects 30% of apps and in-app purchases made through its storefront. 
The open Android ecosystem lets developers distribute apps through multiple app stores. For game developers who choose to use the Play Store, we have consistent policies that are fair to developers, Google said in a statement. While Fortnite remains available on Android, we can no longer make it available on Play because it violates our policies. However, we welcome the opportunity to continue our discussions with Epic and bring Fortnite back to Google Play. The Google Play takedown isn't the earth shaker that the App Store removal is. For one thing, Fortnite has only been available in the Play Store since April anyway, and prior to that it was available to install through the web. Epic wanted an exception to the Play Store's 30% fee, but Google refused to budge. Eventually Epic gave in, but only grudgingly. Given today's App Store development, the legal action Epic subsequently filed against Apple, I have a wonder that if part of the reason it capitulated is that it knew this day was coming anyway. Also notable is that unlike iOS owners, Android users can still get Fortnite for their devices if they want it. Google allows its devices to access software through third-party marketplaces, and that's how Epic was able to offer Fortnite on Android without being in the Play Store previously, so you can still pop round to epicgames.com and grab it directly. And next up in the news, Apple Respond, and this one comes from Andy Chalk, a PC gamer. And the headline reads, Epic seeks restraining order against Apple's devastating response to a lawsuit. And this one came out on the 17th of August 2020. So this is where things get really interesting. Last week wrapped up with a bang as Epic Games filed a lawsuit against Apple over its monopolistic practices on the iOS App Store. The move came after Epic challenged Apple's policies regarding in-app payments, offering an option to purchase V-Bucks in the iOS version of Fortnite directly from the developer. The risky part of picking a fight is that sometimes you'll get it. And that brings us to today. Epic has filed a motion seeking a temporary restraining order against Apple after the tech company informed that as a result of its violation of the Apple Developer Program License Agreement, all of Epic's developer accounts and access to iOS and Mac development tools will be terminated on August the 28th. Epic said that in the filing it expects to win the case against Apple and one would assume Google on the merits of its claims but it needed a temporary injunction because it will be irreparably harmed before that judgement comes if Apple's actions are allowed to continue in ways that goes far beyond just Fortnite. So if the Unreal Engine can no longer support Apple's platforms, software developers that use it will be forced to use alternatives. The damage to Epic's ongoing business and to its reputation and trust with its customers will be unquantifiable and irreparable. The new lawsuit seeks an order preventing Apple from removing, delisting and refusing to list or otherwise making unavailable Fortnite, Fortnite updates in their App Store without requiring Epic to remove the option to purchase V-Bucks directly, as well as the prohibition against the removal of any other Epic games and, crucially, the Unreal Engine, and warns of dire consequences if the order isn't granted. Apple's retaliation represents an existential threat to Epic's Unreal Engine, Epic's lawsuit says. OS providers like Apple routinely make certain software and developer tools available to software developers for free or a small fee to enable the development of software that will run on the OS. Apple intends to deny Epic access to that widely available material. And that appears to be the biggest issue for Epic right now. The loss of those tools means it won't be able to continue developing for the Unreal Engine for iOS and Mac devices, and that in turns means that developers on those platforms may be forced to turn to other engines, not just for video games, but all products in many fields that are currently built on Unreal Engine. The ensuing impact of the Unreal Engine's viability and the trust and confidence of developers having their engine cannot be repaired with monetary award, the lawsuit says. This is quintessential 
potentially irreparable harm. So Apple, on the other hand, will not suffer irreparable harm if the injunction is ordered, the suit says, because if it is later found to be unwarranted, any ills suffered by Apple could be readdressed monetarily. Epic founder Tim Sweeney repeated that point in a declaration included with the lawsuit, saying the consequences of losing access to Apple's developer program will be devastating. Developers invest considerable time and resources learning to use and develop games based on the Unreal Engine, often with the expectation that those games will be supported on Apple's platform, Sweeney said. This is particularly true because the mobile gaming category is substantially larger than computing or console gaming, and mobile remains a high-growth area in the gaming industry. If Epic can no longer develop future updates for Unreal Engine that support iOS and macOS, developers will not choose Unreal Engine to develop any games or products for Apple devices. The loss of Unreal Engine's ability to support these important platforms will therefore cause irreparable harm to Epic's product offering as many developers will select a competing engine for their new projects or for the next version of their games. Despite those potentially very dire consequences, Sweeney doesn't sound like he's quite ready to throw in the towel on the Goliath versus bigger Goliath fight just yet. Where Tim Sweeney said on Twitter on August 17th, I'm fighting Apple's policies whilst tweeting on the iPhone. Don't hate the players, hate the game. Apple made a storefront where developers have to bid against each other for searches for our own brands, whilst blocking other stores for competing with them, all to protect customers, quote unquote. He goes on to say, if we don't fight for our rights where we stand, we'll eventually run out of places to retreat to, and by then we'll be too weak and divided to win. This is why developers need to fight the storm monopolies here and now. Well, that's it for the news today, and that is a kind of summary of the Apple versus Epic saga so far, and I'll bring you up to date with more news as it comes in. Well, thanks so much for watching or listening, and for more video game news content like this, subscribe and share with a friend. To join our community, check out the Discord link in the description. You can follow me on Twitter at TWIVGPodcast. This Week in Video Games is also a Patreon, and you can find out more about that on patreon.com forward slash thisweekinvideogames. We can sign up for some rewards like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos, as well as exclusive content, special Discord roles, and community features. Check out the links down below in the description or the show notes for more information. Well, thanks again, and I'll see you soon.